From the food we eat, the air we breathe, the land we dwell, to the health of our body and mind, and the well-being of all things in the universe. Unlock the science with Chula Radio Plus. Welcome to Unlock the Science. I'm Lawan Jira Suladet. Overweight and obesity are defined as abnormal or excessive fat accumulation that presents a risk to health, according to World Health Organization or WHO. If one could still remember, one of the underlying health conditions causing many people, even the young ones, to die because of COVID-19 is obesity. Obesity and overweight are measured by the proportions of your height to your body weight. This measurement is known as body mass index. Body mass index, or BMI, is a person's weight in kilograms divided by the square of height in meters. For instance, if your height is 170 centimeters or 1.7 meters and your weight is 80 kilograms, you shall divide 80 by 1.7 multiplied by 1.7 or 80 divided by 2.89. Then your BMI comes to 27.6. And in this case, you are already overweight. A body mass index of 25 to 29.9 is considered overweight. And if it is 30 or higher, you are obese. A person with normal weight should have his body mass index at 18.5 to 24.9. If your body mass index is under 18.5, then you are an underweight person. World Health Organization has said that the issue of overweight and obesity has already grown to epidemic proportions, with over 4 million people dying as a result of being overweight or obese in 2017, not just among adult people, but rates of overweight and obesity continue to grow in children and adolescents or teenagers. Obesity rate in this segment of population of the world increased from less than 1%, or equivalent to 5 million girls and 6 million boys in 1975, to nearly 6% in girls or 50 million people, and nearly 8% in boys or 74 million people in 2016. According to a study led by Imperial College London and WHO, that was published in 2017. If combining the number of girls and boys, the number of 5 to 19 years old who were obese rose more than 11-fold globally, from 11 million people in 1975 to 124 million in 2016, or over a period of 41 years. And currently, overweight and obesity is no longer the problem of rich countries alone. This health issue is now dramatically on the rise in low- and middle-income countries, particularly for people living in urban areas. A vast majority of overweight or obese children actually live in developing countries, 
where the rate of increase has been more than 30% higher than that of rich countries. In Thailand, the number of obese children and obese adult men and women has also steadily risen and will continue to surge. In 2010, only 4.6% of Thai men were obese. The rate will triple to 14.8% in 2025. For Thai women, the rate will double from 9.7% in 2010 to 21.5% in 2025. For children aged 5 to 19, the rate will also double from 7.7% to 18.5% in the same period of 15 years, according to World Obesity Federation, a charity organization based in the United Kingdom. It shall be noted that, in Thailand, the number of overweight or obese women is much higher than men. The fundamental cause of overweight and obesity is that one consumes excessive calories than he expends. Physical inactivity or sedentary nature of work also contribute to being overweight and obese. Overweight or obesity is also associated with a symptom known as dyslipidemia or an abnormal level of cholesterol and other lipids or fats in the blood. Lipids are important for life. They are important component of the living cells. However, high levels can increase your risk of getting heart attack or heart disease. So how could we avoid being overweight or obese? Unlock the Science Editor and Producer, Sinfa Tansarawut, talked to Assistant Professor Dr. Sathaporn Ngam Ukot from Kev County of Aligned Health Science, Jhulalongkorn University, for her thought on how to eat well to avoid being overweight or obese. Dr. Sathaporn, as a nutritionist, how do you see the current situation of obesity in Thailand? Um, the obesity in Thailand is um, increasing. I, I think it's not just only in Thailand, but also in the world population in other countries as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I think it's just because the now today the food, which is as a junk food, something like that, or the unnutrition, nu- um, unnutritious food is easy to find when compared to nutritious food. And apart from that, the junk food, for example, is um, less expensive when compared to healthy products. So that's why I think Thai people are reached to the junk food very easily. That's why that's one of the factors that increase our number of obesity in, in Thailand. Do you think that the situation has come to a critical point that uh, we shall be, the, the government and authority shall be worried about? I think so, because if you see the statistic number, I mean, 
um, the situation, especially of the female of Thai population, is uh, the second most obese population in Asian after Malaysia. So if we are not in charge, or the government, or the government are not get involved in the policy, is might um, we have Thai population might have a lot of problem after get obese or overweight. There are more and more young people who becomes overweight or obese this day. Why do you think this is happening? Uh, like I mentioned earlier that. Especially for the young people, they like they like um, the food that of of course everyone like delicious food, but um, when we eat the delicious food, it usually come with the high high fat and um, high calorie because it's just the normal of the food containing fat is very delicious. Like like we eat meat. If we eat meat very high fat containing, is usually um, kind of kind of how to say, is kind of soft and good smell, for example. But if we eat kind of uh, very lean meat, the texture is just tough, mm. and it's not yummy as the fat containing in the in the meat product. So that's why. We usually love the food that has the high fat and high calorie. That's that's the normal. So, for the young people, they also love the junk food like fried food or, um, yeah, the fat containing products. So, which is yummy. Actually, we are in Thailand, mm-hmm. which is globally famous for our food, mm-hmm. and much of our food is good food. So why do we still have many obese people here? I think yes, we have a lot of good food, but not all of us choose good food, basically. So like me, I have the problem with obese obesity before, and when when I were studying my PhD in the United States, and because of the environment, the way they eat, I think it's just like. Um, eating habit in the U.S., they eat a lot of food, like a big portion, mm-hmm. and fried food, which usually contain a lot of fat. And my friends also eat quite a lot as well. So when we were in that situation or in that environment, we think it's it's just normal. So um, that's why. Friend and environments also impact with what you choose for your for your body as well. So, like here, yes, we have a lot of good food, but if we don't choose the good food, we also have the problems. For example, we think that uh, papaya salad is good food, but it depends on what the seasoning you add. If you add more sugar, we have palm sugar. And we added added on quite a lot of sugar, and also we have a lot many kind of sauce like fish sauce or anything. And we if we add high amount of fish sauce, the good food is become not that good 
anymore. Any other recommendation for people who are, who may who are obese and probably want to lose weight, like you? Uh huh. I think from if you have your plate, you have to focus whether you can eat like half of your plate is vegetable. That does only at least. If you can add more, that's good for you. So and and from the statistical data. It's found that more than 80% of Thai population eat less vegetable and fruits more than recommendation. We recommended to eat at least 400 gram, but by average, Thai population eats just only 250 or 280. That's it. So if you can add more vegetable, you eat plenty of vegetable and eat regularly of fruit, it can maintain your body weight. But it's not just only your body weight, but it's also other parameters like blood sugar, sugar in the blood. You can also control the lipid in your blood as well. And it's reduced the risk of the cancer as well. So a lot of benefit you will get from the fruit and vegetable you eat. We will take a short break now. You are listening to Unlock the Science on Chula Radio Plus. Various medical research and studies point out that obesity is a major risk factor to health issues, such as cardiovascular diseases, which are mainly heart disease and stroke, diabetes, osteoarthritis, or the degeneration of joints, and some types of cancer. Signs of health risk could show since young age if one is obese. Childhood obesity is associated with a higher chance of obesity, premature death, and disability in adulthood, according to World Health Organization. But in addition to increased future risk, obese children tend to experience breathing difficulties, increased risk of fractures, hypertension, early markers of cardiovascular disease, insulin resistance, and psychological effects. Study also showed the association between obesity and psychiatric disorder. A study published online in 2015 by National Center for Biotechnology Information of United States National Library of Medicine suggests that depressive anxiety levels are high in individuals with obesity. It also suggests that obese people have problems in eating attitude and their quality of life especially physically is poor. These psychological symptoms have negative effects on the quality of life and self-esteem. In other studies, it suggests that Psychological results of obesity could range from low self-esteem to clinical depression and that increasingly severity levels of obesity also cause deterioration in negative body perception. Obesity and depression are also seen as having a bidirectional association, meaning obesity can cause depression and depression can lead to obesity. Unlock the science editor and producer, Sinfa Tansarawut, 
talk to Assistant Professor Dr. Natasuda Tepan of Faculty of Psychology, Jolalongkorn University, to get her perspective on the association between obesity and its psychological effects. Hello, Dr. Natasuda. As a psychologist, do you think that obesity affects the psychological state of the person? Um, I think so. I think uh, obesity should affect psychological state of the person, but it's the thing that we should think about. It doesn't mean that when you're obese, you're going to have like negative uh, effect on your psychological state, but we should think about it in terms of the effect of obesity on that particular person. When we think about obesity, I think normally we have some negative attitude toward obesity, right? And some words that come into my mind, it's weight stigma, weight stigma. So like we tend to have negative attitude toward those who have like, who are, who are obese, right? Have a negative attitude on that. And somehow that weight stigma affects a lot on that particular person. So I think it is important to remember that uh, many assumptions that we all make toward obese children or obese adults might not be true, right? Some sometimes we might believe that those who are obese might like don't take care of themselves well, might have some um, not self-discipline, but there are many aspects of obesity that are controllable to diet and exercise, of course. But we must also not forget also that obesity has some genetic issue and some medical causes that uncontrollable. The second point is when we understand that those who obese might have, like might receive weight stigma from people around them, the thing that affects that person, it should be like the, the, the belief about the self that, that person have. But sometimes we call self-concept or we can call it self-esteem, right? So those people might have lower self-esteem when they compare themselves to others. They might be different. Plus the stigmatized, stigmatized from people around them also affect that person. So for me, if I give you the answer, yes, the obesity affects psychological state of that person, but not in terms of like, because you're obese, you're going to have this kind of like uh, hormones or anything. But I think it's the effect of like social culture surround that particular person. And could the effect that uh, psychological state develop into mild or even severe uh, psychiatric disorder for the person? You know, like um, this is question number two and three that you asked me. It's very cutting edge and it's very good point to ask. Like I ran into one article online that asks about, you know, um, for psychologists, we have diagnostic uh, manual. It's called DSM. And when they first, I think a couple of years ago, when they first developed the DSM-5 is the newest one. They even have like a... I think, how can we call it? Can be discussion, can be like some little bit argument about whether we should include the uh, obesity as part of psychological disorders or not. Mm -hmm. And it's resulted, it's resulted as no. So like to answer question two and three, it might be no, but, but the main point is the obesity itself is not disorder, but 
when we talk about it in the first question, you see like the pressure that particular person might receive, the stigma, the negative self-concept, the lower self-esteem, it might affect that person in the wrong way. Is there any way to look at the positive side of being overweight or obese psychologically in your opinion? You know, um, we talk a lot about body image. We talk a lot about our body image. It's the perception that you have toward yourself, right? And some concept that come with body image is the thing called uh, uh, self-objectification. It means you see yourself as like an object and somehow it's a shadow of how like the, the press, the news, the magazine that shadow it and you see, oh, this is the ideal body that I should have, that I should have. So like for the like for me, if I see uh the advertisement in Thailand, I need to be white, thin and long hair with like a cute eyelids, right? So this is the self-objectification that I receive from the news and the societies around me. And it consists of like body surveillance that I gonna like take a look at. This is like the corner of my eyes need to be like a bit higher. So like see it as an object and see want to make change and I feel shame on my body if I don't have it that way and I feel like I need to control so I might need to like some um, surgery to change my eyelids something like that this is an example so for those I think for me for those who are obese and can accept and see the value in themselves they're not going to have self-objectification they're not they don't have to look at it because they're different different and it's okay sometimes it's okay to be different so do you have any psychological recommendation for obese people i think for me if i can recommend you need to come back to be aware of how you feel about your body if you eat a lot because you stress if you eat a lot because you cannot control when you eat that's a sign of unhealthy But if you eat well, you exercise well, and you still have lots of weight, I think it's okay because we have different genetic, right? For some, they might be able to like, uh, how can I say, uh, digest well and use lots of energy. Metabolism uh, system is very well. It can be happen, right? And for some who are obese right now, if you can find a reason, I'm taking this pill that might have side effect. Okay, it's happened. Uh, uh, the most important thing is you need to be aware why this happened, what made it happen, and how you're going to make decisions. You are the owner of your body. Don't let others control you. Dr. Starpon, the nutritionist, told Unlock the Sign that to educate a person to eat healthily, It has to start at an infant and toddler. Therefore, educating the parents or child care providers on healthy diet is crucial. She told us that in a blood screening of her students for cholesterol, the majority of them were found to have high level of cholesterol or dyslipidemia. However, she said, Her students seem to continue to eat unhealthily. That is the reason she said eating healthily is needed to be educated beginning at young age. 
Dr. Natasuda, the psychologist, said obese people could suffer psychological effect, both from social pressure and from their own internal self. However, she recommends that if one wants to change their body, he or she shall do it because they love themselves, not because they want to look like someone else. We would like to thank our guest, Assistant Professor Dr. Satapon Ngam Ukod from Faculty of Allied Health Science, and Assistant Professor Dr. Natasuda Tepan from Faculty of Psychology, both from Jhulalongkorn University, for their discussion on obesity and its psychological effects. I hope you enjoy our program. You can listen to Unlock the Science on Jura Radio Plus at FM 101.5 every Saturday from 1 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. You can also listen and follow us on our website, curadio.jula.ac.th, and our Facebook page. And our program is also available as podcast. See you again next Saturday. Have a nice day. Unlock the Science is edited and produced by Sinfa Tunsorawood with Lawan Jirasurade as the program host and co-producer. 